right, here we go. It's episode number 17 of the Aji's podcast. There he is. There's Harry Mays with the, the vest on today. Harry Mays, how it's are cold. You? It's cold in my house, Jason. Man, it's like 30 degrees outside. I thought winter was over. Yeah, it's not just cold in your house. It is cold outside. Yeah. It's I, I went out and I was like, whoa, man, look at this. You know, it's funny because I was looking, I'm, I'm on the stupid Facebook thing. I sound like an old person. I'm Why? On Facebook. Yeah, good question. I don't post there very often, but mm-hmm. um, one a memory popped up from 2013. I was living at my other house mm-hmm. out there in the boonies with all the land. And there was a picture off the back deck from March 27th. So not quite today, but. Mm-hmm. And we had about six inches of snow. And my and my my post said, if this is the the uh, my this is my idea of perfect spring weather. Yeah, <laughs> I, I I guarantee you your tune has changed somewhat since then. Not much. No, I still love the cold, man. Oh my god, I can't get enough. We are exact opposites. We've always been in that regard. But I, I yeah. find it funny how you just put that with Facebook, where you're like. Yeah, I, I was looking at Facebook. A memory came up. I don't post there anymore. It's almost like people, they, they almost are like, like they have to apologize for still being on Facebook, yet they're still on Facebook. And I just yeah. wonder why that is. Like, I I kicked that to the curb back in 2012 and have never looked back. But I find a lot of people say the same type of thing that you just did, where mm-hmm. they're like, oh, yeah, I was checking Facebook the other day. And people look at them. Oh, you're still on or you're on Facebook? Well, I never post. Well, then yeah. why are you on it? Well, I use it for promotional purposes only, Harry. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Uh, that's the only thing I really do for it. I, okay. Once in a while, you know, some, I'll put something there for, you know, whatever. But Well, that's another thing. So you so you promote your, your podcast, your shows, this show, whatever, mm-hmm. you know, stick to hockey and all the other stuff. That's great. Do people see it? Because I hear from our other colleague uh, 20 times a day. That Twitter, when he's trying to promote stuff on the Twitter, nobody sees it, and he's getting shadow banned. And what's the point? Yeah, I, I don't see that. <laughs> that doesn't seem to happen to me. I, I don't know if there's a conspiracy against Aton, but he certainly thinks there's a conspiracy oh against himself. <laughs> <laughs> and, and he may be willing a conspiracy against himself. Right. Because, you know, the whole rant about... You know, Twitter is limiting what you can see about me. I'm going to rip Twitter on Twitter. Mm -hmm. Doesn't seem like the best route. Yeah. I I, I see more rips on Twitter for shadow banning his tweets than I do his regular tweets. And I guess that's his point. But I do see all all of his stuff. I just wonder, because that's basically all I use social media for any any day, any whether it's Instagram, which is part of Facebook or Twitter. Those yeah. are the only two things I'm really on. I'm on LinkedIn, but I don't really do much on there. But I, I just wonder, like, how many people really, I guess, are seeing our stuff? Because they can control it. They can yeah. mute you, essentially. Mm-hmm. Yeah. and But that's a choice that they've made. Look, I got a pretty lengthy mute list. I have a very short blocked list. Yeah, yeah. But no, I'm saying you... Twitter can kind of mute you, not not oh. you, you muting Aton or me or vice versa. I'm saying Twitter basically can mute you, can limit, can limit you. Yes. Right. Absolutely. Why they would can. they do that, though? Why Why would they limit us? I, I don't know. I've never said really hardly anything controversial on the the site 
really. I mean, a couple of dumb jokes maybe over the past 10 years. But outside of that, I've, I've never gotten really political on there. I don't. I choose not to get in that game. Me too. And, uh, you know, basically promote. Maybe maybe the fact is, is that they, they want us to purchase, you know, and promote the tweets by giving them money. Yeah. And if you don't do that, then therefore you get pushed to the, the bottom of the of the pile. The bottom of the algorithm, if you will. Yeah, I guess. Yeah, I, I don't. I've never purchased a tweet or mm-hmm. promoted a tweet through money. I've never given them a dime, and I don't think I ever will. Um, but yeah, now, I'm not I mean, even you, verified. How do you even get blue check marked anymore? Yeah, you got to go through this whole process. I was going to go through it, and I saw all this, the things you need to do, and I'm like, screw this. I'm, I don't yeah. give a shit. <laughs> it's a blue check mark. Who cares? But but the theory is is that if you are a blue check mark, your stuff gets seen by more people. Yeah, I think that's bullshit too. You do, okay? Yeah. I, look, I mean, I see the engagement numbers. I I try and pull the the engagement numbers on this show that we do because it's mm-hmm. streamed on Twitter, right? And I, I don't see any limitation. I see some tweets that I I've put out that have huge numbers of, uh, you know, exposure. So mm. I I don't know. I haven't seen anything change over the years. If anything, I've seen it grow. You know, mm. and obviously the the Flyers audience that I deal with most often is very engaged right right i mean you know a lot of people say oh this team they stink i'm apathetic i don't care anymore but they keep tweeting about it right 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 (laughs) you know yeah (laughs) and the casuals are the ones that really don't give a shit right they kind of like me yeah yeah Yeah. they find other things (laughs) so let's tell people about bet parks we got a, a list of things to go through today on this uh episode 17 uh of the ig's podcast presented by bet parks Let's tell people about Bet Parks because uh, we're down to the final four. Hatter. Yep, yep. Got a local team. Yes, we do. The Blue Bloods have invaded. Uh, will invade New Orleans this week. Yeah, and we're going to talk about the coach of said Villanova Wildcats. But let's tell people about Bet Parks because the new app is out. It's fantastic. Yeah, I, I looked at uh, the lines this morning uh, for the final four, and I, uh, I I got engaged. I got involved in uh, the North Carolina Tar Heels. Uh, getting four now. I got it at four and a half about two hours ago. Now it's down to four against Duke in the nightcap, which tips around 10 minutes to nine on Saturday night. Mm-hmm. And uh, if you want to take the money line, uh, Carolina's minus 107 on the money line on Parks. And I'm big on the Tar Heels. I think this is going to be a classic, super close game, possibly even an overtime game. And I'm thinking wow. this is a one or two point game either way you look at it. Wow, look at yeah. that. Yeah, that would be fantastic. It would, it would. Uh, you, you look at it and you know, you, you get Duke and Coach mm-hmm. K's final year, right? You know, ramming his way to a national championship, and now they play it's Duke UNC to boot. Yeah, classic. Yeah, it's I classic. Mean, you can't, you can't write it any better. better. No, you yeah, really can't. And then you got Kansas Villanova. In uh, the other bracket, trying right. to pull their way there. Uh, do you like a side in that Kansas uh, Villanova game? Well, you know, Villanova's down Justin Moore now, one of their yeah. uh, key starters. He averages about 14, 15 points a game, and he tore his Achilles in the waning moments of that game against Houston, which is really unfortunate. Uh, so they're going to need Caleb Daniels to step in there and step up. And here's a little nugget on Caleb Daniels. 
He's been at Nova for, I think, two seasons now. He came from Tulane, and he's from New Orleans. Wow. So how interesting a little tie-in would that be if Caleb Daniels puts up, let's say, 18, 20 points to help the Wildcats beat Kansas and get to another Final Four, which would be the fifth one for Jay Wright in his illustrious career at Villanova, which is now spanning uh, just over 20 years. I think he's been there since 2000, 2001, somewhere around there. Yeah. And that would be, uh, you know, he gets the, he's, he's already in, you know, his, what, his fourth? No, it's his fourth Final Four. But he would get to the championship game for, I believe, the third time. Yeah. Yeah. And he's got two wins. Correct. 2016 and 2018. Yeah, it's amazing. It's amazing the job he's done. Well, get on the Bet Parks app because you got the the finality of the tournament coming up this weekend. Then you also have the remainder of the hockey season and the NBA season. As you mentioned, you know, the NBA's only got a a few games. Eight more games for the Sixers. Yeah. Yeah. And then it's playoff time. Right. Right. And they lost to the Phoenix Suns last night. Yeah. And in a big matchup out west. And, uh, um, eight more regular season given they got the Bucks coming up, I believe, tomorrow night at mm-hmm. home. Uh, and uh, pretty soon we'll be in the play. Right now, I think they're the fourth seed. It, it changes. All these teams, Boston, Crazy. Milwaukee, and the Sixers are all so closely, you know, uh, uh, tied in, you know, the half game, two and a half games, whatever it is, out of first place. And they keep jumping around. Right now, the Sixers are the fourth seed. So I think that would match them up against the Chicago Bulls in the first round of the playoffs, the four or five, if it, if things stayed the same, you know, it's crazy because it feels like things are tighter in the NBA kind mm. of from stem to stern that are of the playoff teams. than it's been in years. I know. I know. It's, it's crazy. It's, it's really good. I mean, I'm anxiously anticipating, you know, obviously for the Sixers po- point of view, but you know, the East is, is really tightly, tightly bound as if you will. And now the, you know, the Brooklyn Nets, getting Kyrie to be able to play in home games. Now they've made that uh, mm-hmm. determination last week, I believe. So, you know, that's obviously going to strengthen their positions. And, the, you know, right now they're kind of in that, you know, the sort of the play in game type of scenario for, for right now, but uh, they, they get through that, which I think they will, they're going to be a, a big time force. I mean, think about this, the top four teams in the East, Boston, Miami, the Bucks, and the Sixers, mm-hmm. Boston and Miami have a record of 47 and 28. They've played one more game than the Sixers and Bucks and the Sixers and Bucks are 46 and 28 yeah. half game back. This is bananas. Uh, this really is going to swing the matchups like daily. It's going to be fascinating. <laughs> I love that. that. I mean, that's I good. Too. That's good for the NBA. Yes, it, it it absolutely is. And Phoenix, you know, right now riding high in the West. I mean, they are the they are the Ooh. best record, I believe, in the NBA. Sixty over sixty wins. Yeah, sixty one and fourteen. Yeah, that's insane. pretty incredible. Yeah, and uh, so get, get the Bet Parks app and, and get in on all the action for all the postseasons coming up. Baseball around the corner as well. Uh, the Bet Parks app is simple to use. It's great mobile casino and sports book. And right now, uh, new users, you're going to get a twenty dollar casino bonus or a twenty dollar free sports bet. Uh, just for getting on. So check it out. You do need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem, call 1-800-GAMBLER. And they, of course, present this fine podcast along with Stick to Hockey and much more. Uh, so we appreciate them as well. Follow them on the social channels at Park or at Bet Parks now yes. on Twitter, Facebook, Instagram, YouTube, and you'll get great content there as well. Um, let, let's start kind of how um, let, let's start, keep it with Jay right here because it, it's my contention over his tenure considering everything you know the balance of power in college basketball and you know that what he gets from a recruiting standpoint and all that is he I mean I think I know the answer to this but is he the greatest coach in 
basically Philadelphia sports history. Philadelphia sports history. Wow. I mean, who are who are the contenders, right? I mean, you got to look at well, Andy Reid. Andy Reid, yeah, he's okay. a Hall of Famer. Jason. Never got the big one, but had a sustained period of of real real success. That you know is now you look back on it, you would think differently maybe now than we did when we were living it. You know, every day, and maybe yeah. when things weren't going so well, uh, you know, never came up with the championship. But that was a long period of sustained you know, success and relevance, you know, then they were a playoff team practically every year and you always knew you had a chance. Yep. Um, So you got to put him in there. I mean, Charlie Manuel wasn't here all that long, but they had tremendous success in that, in that uh, period. I mean, go back to some of your hockey, you know, uh, you know, Fred Shero back in the seventies, right? Yeah. Two cups, two cups, went to another one the next year. Yeah. Yeah. Right. I mean, and then you get into the 80s for the hockey team, and Keenan went to two cups in 85 mm. and 87, but didn't win them here. Right. Um, Dick you know, Vermeil would have to be in there, too. I mean, yeah, he did, he's up there, but he's up there. Yeah. I mean, the um, turnaround of the Eagles at that time and got to the Super Bowl in 80, but was the first team to lose to a wild card team. Right. You know, I mean, John Chaney had tremendous years, you know, from the mid to late 80s till the late 90s, early 2000s with Temple, but never got to a Final Four. Yeah. You know, I got five elite eights, but never got to a final four. But, you know, here's Jay in his fourth final four. And uh, and two in the chamber already that he right. won. <laughs> yeah, two championships. Yeah. 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 You and can Villanova make wins case. in 85 with Raleigh, but. That's right. I mean, yeah. You know, th- th- that's, I mean, to do what he's doing with, mm-hmm. the, with that program. I mean, look, we know the way he runs it. We know he's a media darling and he's earned the media darling status because he genuinely is a good man. Yeah, you genuinely like him. You know, yeah. it's, I, I, you know, pick pick out a guy who doesn't like him. I want to know why. Yeah, <laughs> and he's rebuffed all opportunity to go to bigger programs. Yeah, like Kentucky, the NBA. You know, there's been all kinds of stories. Yeah. over the last you know five to ten years of you know varied interest in him uh, to go to the NBA, and I know there was a, a Kentucky situation years ago, and you know he's. He's happy where he is. He's a Bucks County guy. You know, he loves yep. this area. He loves going to the shore in the summertime and, you know, playing golf whenever he can when he's not out there recruiting. He just loves it here. You know, and why why leave? I mean, he's the king. He is. And he has success, and he's proven that even though he's at the little school that could, he can compete for national championships. Mm-hmm. Because well, in college basketball, you can do that. Yeah, yeah. I mean, that is possible, you know, plus with he, you know, he's never been one of these guys that's gotten involved with, you know, the one and done type of scenarios. He's always mm-hmm. been a guy that brings in, in guys with the intent of them being there, you know, two, three years minimum uh, and, and, you know, building a culture. And he really has a cult, you know, you guys come in there, they know what they're getting into. They know what they're getting involved with. And he, he goes out and selects guys that he thinks are going to fit that, that culture. And, uh, you know, we, we overuse the word culture a lot, but it really applies uh, with what Jay has put together over 20 years at Villanova. Yeah, what he does is he molds them into championship contenders. Mm-hmm. He he truly builds a team and, it you know, it's not just, hey, one recruiting class comes in, he's great, and then they're gone. Right. Uh, which I think is even more respectable. And you're right about the culture thing, too. Like, you, you've met Jay. You've talked to Jay. Oh, yeah. I have as times. well. Yeah. And you never – you don't – some guys you feel like you oh he's a good motivator, good leader, man, all that, good coach, but I just, you just feel like uh, it's a, there's a lot of bullshit here or fluff. Mm-hmm. With Jay, it seems so genuine, 
you know, like the way when you talk to him and he like, he just, the way he looks you in the eye, you yeah, know what I mean? Yeah, right. He's a class guy. Absolutely. You, you could just tell why he's so good at recruiting. Oh, he you know walks I mean? in the living room, half forget it. In 10 minutes, he's recruited me and I'm a temple guy. Yes. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yep. But he not only recruits the player, he recruits the mom, he recruits sure. the dad, he recruits Absolutely. the family and the values and everything. And not only that, but obviously Villanova, beautiful campus and the whole thing. And it, I guess it makes it easier for him too when you've got two national championships under your belt in recent time. Oh, yeah. You can walk in there with it as a champion. Yeah, they have a true brand. I mean, yeah. you know, and they're going up against three other true brands in college basketball. I mean, you can list a couple others in there that aren't there. Like Kentucky has got a true brand, uh, you know, and, there, and there's several other ones, you know, Michigan State with Tom Izzo, and he's been in there over 20 years, has established a, a real brand where you just know how they're going to play. You know what kind of kids they're going to want to bring into their program and how they're going to develop them. Yeah. Yeah, you're right. I mean, you look Duke, UNC, Kentucky, Kansas. Yeah. Kansas. I mean, these are <laughs> programs that you see repeatedly year right. after year. And I, I think that's great for the tournament. I think this has been a tournament that maybe brings it back a little bit. Yeah, I mean, St. Peter's, you know, had a nice little run. You like to yeah, see Cinderella. some Cinderella make a run. As Yeah, I kind of figured that they, that I thought they'd lose to Purdue, to be honest with you. Uh, but then when they were going up against Carolina yesterday, I kind of figured that would be the end. I didn't know it was going to be quite the blowout that it ended up being, but – uh, I figured that was the end. This Carolina team, I've been on them since before the tournament started. I think they've got exactly what you need to win it all. Yeah, yeah, tremendous team. So uh, the tournament will wrap up uh, this weekend and, in, you know, into early next week. It's been it's been fascinating and really cool. It was in Philly this week, too, which was mm-hmm. really cool. So um, let, let's get to some other stuff here, Harry. Um, let's go to the, the slap herd around the world. Huh. Now, were you watching the Oscars live, Harry, on Sunday night? What do you think? Nope, me neither. Okay. okay. Yeah, I've been watching Flyers Predators. Oh, of course. What? You... <laughs> <laughs> oh, oh, oh. Uh, I'm going to leave that one go. All right. No, I was not watching. I was probably in bed when the slap heard around the world actually took place. But I haven't dialed in on the Oscars in several years. Um, me neither. For various reasons. But I woke up this morning and turned my phone on, and a couple of guys I'm in this big group text with with a bunch of guys at my golf club. And there was all these texts about it. I'm like, oh, man, what did I miss? So immediately, of course, I go to social media. I go to Twitter and I find it right away. And I watch the video of it. And I love Chris Rock. And OK, and I like some Will Smith movies, too. Um, I I thought immediately that it was staged. Me, too. Because this is a an event. This is a TV event that used to be huge and has been hemorrhaging ratings and viewership for many years now. And like I said, I don't watch it anymore. Um, I, I used to watch the red carpet with my wife years ago. And now, yep. you know, forget it. She's not even Joan Rivers. On. She is not even in on it. Okay? Yeah. Wow. Um, so I'm looking at this and I'm like, you know, here's two guys that maybe, you know, they, they say they've been at odds for years because of various other jokes that Chris Rock has levied their way or whatever. He's a comedian. Okay, that's part of the territory. And I guess she suffers from alopecia and has lost her hair and was sitting there. And he made a he made a joke about that. Uh, And and all of a sudden, then you see Will Smith come up 
and I see Chris Rock brace for impact. If you notice that he kind of leaned his chin in there, like like if this was a hockey fight, would that have happened? Where yeah, guys never like, all right, come with on, the chin. Yeah, you're right. He led with the chin, and then the slap occurred. Okay, it wasn't a punch. I love how they, these websites say, "Oh, an alleged punch." No, it was a slap. <laughs> and then you see there's a still shot that I took a picture of. I took a picture of a picture, which is a lot of what I do just to look at stuff where you see Will Smith walking away with this, this just laughing. He's like yeah. he's got a grimace where he's like laughing. And Chris Rock is like, you know, kind of wince still turned from the shot. But you can see him. He had braced for impact. Yeah. And I'm like, these guys are actors. They spend all of their life doing being someone they're not or pretending okay so what makes you think that this is all of a sudden real because some innocuous joke now will smith gets up there and he's had enough and then he sits down and goes all samuel jackson on him by saying you know keep my wife's name out your effing mouth and he does it not once but twice yeah you know you gotta go to the japanese feed to hear it exactly i did did you do that (laughs) i thought that was great (laughs) so i think it's I think it's staged. I, you know, I, maybe I'm, maybe I'm wrong, but I'm a little jaded. Yeah. Not jaded. Pinkett Smith. No, no, no. <laughs> uh, I, I don't think it was staged and I think he just lost his marbles. But the thing is, is when he immediately says the joke, Will Smith is kind of laughing. Yes. And Jada kind of rolls her eyes and mm-hmm. is like, seriously. And mm-hmm. then he reacts. Okay. Like he's so, got to stand up for his woman because she's offended. Yeah, he no, wasn't yeah. offended by it at first. Right, right. Because he's laughing. And you're right. Like comedians, if, if you're in the crowd and there's a comedian there, you are fair game. And yeah. comedy has been something traditionally that has always gone over the line in insult comedian for mm-hmm. insult comics. And they always do this. They they get the crowd, they get it good. Right. To me, it if this is really made a big deal of, and it obviously already has been. You know, people on social media, I had to just get off. I'm mm-hmm. like, you know, he. why was he not ejected and arrested on site? He should be in jail. It's assault. I'm like, <laughs> oh, my God, people. Has anybody ever made fun of, of your girlfriend or something and you had to, like, put them in their place? Like, do we have to put a, a criminal charge on everything now? <laughs> it's ridiculous, yeah. right? Yeah, it, it is. Kind of, it is kind mm-hmm. of astonishing, though, that you can get up out of a crowd and go slap somebody on stage and then go and sit down for the rest of the show. That yeah. is kind of startling, though, when you think about it. That shows you the gravitas of Will Smith in uh, in that world. Yeah, I you was know? surprised that he just walked right up there. I mean, hey, I got to give it to Chris Rock, though. Mm-hmm. I mean, the guy who played Ali came up and, and got him. And yeah, he barely flinched. He didn't even rub his chin. Yeah, he was like. <laughs> I just got the shit knocked out of me by Will Smith. Yeah. <laughs> it was the greatest moment in television history, he said. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, good on him the way yeah. he reacted to it. But but if I that mean, didn't happen, nobody's talking about the Oscars today. No, I, right? I wouldn't even really have known right. that they, I, I knew they were happening. But, mm-hmm. I mean, he makes the G.I. Jane joke, mm-hmm. you know, and because of Demi Moore had the shaved head and G.I. Yeah, Jane. which I loved, by the way. Me too. I'm all well, about the shaved head. Me too. Yeah. Only well, certain women can pull it off, Harry. Right, right. That's true. Yeah, you got to have the right dome. I, I could never date a woman with a shaved head, though, because no? I can't, you can't have a shaved head and have your partner looking the same. Well, yeah, that's, that's what wigs are for. Yeah, and you can do different a lot of colors with a wig, and Harry. different. Oh, yes, sir. 
I'm a big fan of the wig. Is that right? Yes. Oh, wow. Not Tristan Wig, even though I like her, too. She's actually <laughs> yeah, kind of funny. By the way, I just watched a movie with Demi Moore. Yeah? It's on, she looks uh, fantastic, by the way. She looked awesome in this movie. She it's still on does. Netflix. It's called Margin Call. Margin Call. And it's about so the this two- stock business thing? Kind. Of, it's about the 2008 financial crisis. Okay. Yeah, the real estate bubble. Wasn't that the real estate bubble? Exactly. Yeah. And she's a a risk management uh, employee in this huge firm in New York that's going to sell their position when they find out basically that the whole thing's a house of cards. Okay. And she does look fantastic. Oh, yeah. Good movie. Kevin Spacey's in it. Jeremy oh, yeah? Irons. Yeah. I thought he was canceled. When was this movie made? Um, it, I think it just came out, huh? Oh, it's wow. Pretty good movie. Oh, no, it was 2011. Jeez. Yeah, that's what I thought, because Spacey's been canceled since then, ah, I think. Geez. Everybody got yeah. canceled. Yeah. Uh, but we'll see if Will Smith gets canceled along with him. I doubt it. Yeah. I highly um, doubt it. Let's move on to uh, uh, some sad news that we got out of the rock world the other day. Yeah. Um, when Taylor Hawkins passed away down in Bogota, Colombia, uh, just, I guess, hours before the Foo Fighters were set to appear at a Lollapalooza date down there. Yeah, some big festival date down there, right? Yeah. 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 Our, it, what is he, 50 years old? Uh, it just turned this, in February. How many times do we hear about this, whether it's a musician or an actor uh, dying in a hotel room? And there's, you know, the toxicology reports start to filter out and you find out that there's X amount of substances were in the system and all this kind of, it's just sad. Um, 50 years old, way, 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 way too young to go. And this guy, now I wasn't, I'm not the biggest Foo Fighters fans. I do, I do like them. I do enjoy a lot of their songs. Uh, but this guy kind of had, he was part of that energy, man. This band has energy yeah. and he's, he just sort of, you know, personified, I think, the energy of the Foo Fighters. It's going to be a big loss for them. Yeah. I was supposed to go see him on, I think it's May 14th at Starlight Amphitheater in Pittsburgh. Oh, yeah? And I imagine that's going to be off. I mean, you just don't turn around and replace a guy that was that big of a piece in the band. Yeah, um, the Who replaced uh, Keith Moon pretty quickly, didn't they, with Kenny Jones? Did, was it that fast, though, Harry? I, well, I, mean, I don't know months? if it was like two months, but I mean, it didn't take all that long. I mean, they were back out on tour. Yeah. Um, well, but, I mean, he and Grohl were insanely tight. Obviously, Grohl's a drummer as well. Yeah, right. And so they bonded over that, and he was the touring drummer with Alanis Morissette for years. Right. A great Who skinsman. Yeah. yeah. And, uh, I mean, great musician. And, like, those two, you're right about that energy because mm-hmm. um, those two just kind of played off each other almost like, like – I've interviewed Dave Grohl before. And mm-hmm. I've never interviewed a guy that was more comfortable in his own skin, laid back, and not pretentious, as big of a rock star as he is. I, mean, right. I remember you saying that before. In Nirvana. Yeah. Right. <laughs> right? Yeah. And who Hawkins reminds me of Grohl in Nirvana. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. And, and you know, those two were just kind of like twins in a way. Mm-hmm. And just kind of played off each other personality-wise. They just seemed like they were ha- always having a good time and... And uh, it's it's a huge loss because he was a really good drummer as well. Mm-hmm. I mean, good rock and roll drummer, no doubt. Yeah, yeah. no doubt about yeah. it. And yeah, um, you know, I, I just can't imagine like for Dave Grohl what he's going through. But I mean, the toxicology report: the guy was mixing all kinds of stuff. He had a heroin overdose, I think, in two thousand one. Oh, he did. But then got his like shit together and was like, I just can't mess with this stuff, and I got out of control with it. 
Mm -hmm. Um, so when he died, I immediately thought of that. I'm like, oh boy, maybe he's he's mixing some things. And when you mix all that shit, it's just bad. Yeah, it was a cardiac arrest, I believe, right? Yeah, based on yeah uh, on you know multiple substances apparently being in a system. So, uh, yeah, it's just brutal. Um, we did a when I was at YSP, we did these things called uh injury recording studio we call them rock sessions mm-hmm. and they had these little studios and injury was down in south philly and they had like a, a, a like a practice room and there was like couches in there beanbag chairs you could fit about 30 or 40 people in there right and we did one with the foo fighters okay and you know we go in there we're hanging out and the band comes in and they're just like going through sound check and stuff with their acoustic guitars and stuff it's like an unplugged deal yeah exactly uh, yeah yeah and this is probably in 2000, I want to say. Okay. Their, their second album, The Color and the Shape, had just come out a little while before that. And we did it with them. And they're in there, like, going through sound check, And, like, some of the staff from the radio station and the, and the studio are hanging out in there. And they're, like, done. So, you know, somebody says, all right, you guys can go back now. We'll bring in the winners. Like, we had, like, 30 people that won that can mm-hmm. come in and see this thing. And it's recorded. And Dave's, like, screw that. Just bring them in. Mm-hmm. Every other band that we did it with was went away, and then when the crowd was assembled, they made this big thing. Hey, welcome the Foo Fighters! Right, they right. walk in and they play. Right. Uh, so he's like, "Screw that! Just tell them to come in." And they people start walking in. They look. They walk in the room, mm-hmm. and they're there like fiddling with their guitars, fucking around, playing like you know Kiss songs. Right, right. <laughs> and so they do this rock session, and it was just phenomenal. Yeah, like. Dave's telling stories and then they, they, they probably played like six or eight songs, mm-hmm. but like you, you just see like that they were tight and this is back then, like really tight yeah. and just so good. And it was really cool. Um, I, I went that. to one of those things with Chris Cornell and uh, oh. WMMR where uh, Pierre Robert hosted it kind of thing. And it was, yeah. it was for air later, but I went to the actual taping of it in the late in the afternoon on, during a weekday over in Maniunk somewhere. And it was one of the coolest events. I've been to a lot of concerts, as have you. But this was one of the coolest events ever because of the intimacy of it. And just seeing them sort of, you know, create this thing live that was for, you know, they're, they're going to edit down a little bit. And then they're going to air it on on the radio later. Yeah. And you'll hear the finished product. But you're like, no, I was there. That before, in, before he did this, he actually did this. You know, and it's yeah. like, it's cool to be at something like that. It's just really a cool experience. Yeah, and they appear to do like a Q and A with him as yeah. he's going oh, yeah. and talk, and then to hear that dude sing in a small room oh, like that, forget it, right? Huh? Yeah. Oh, absolutely. I saw him down at the the Borgata too in a pretty small room one time. I've seen him several times in with Audio Slave and Soundgarden, and then by himself. He was he's another guy that I I truly miss. Yeah, gone yeah. gone way too soon. Yep. Yeah, it's too many of these guys. I mean, like yeah, like he was. I, I never saw. Soundgarden or him mm-hmm. perform live and it's one oh, of the man. great regrets you know the other guy i never saw was lane staley from allison chains yeah i never saw a him huge regret for me because mm-hmm. i'm a huge fan uh, of allison chains <laughs> but uh yeah but to bring it back how you gotta watch margin call good okay good, good movie on there i i enjoyed it i thought it was good i watched it i think i watched it on saturday night um by the way um the old lady's got me now and i'm i'm relenting and i'm gonna watch it I've watched one episode of Yellowstone. Have you watched this uh, Yellowstone with Kevin Costner show? Yeah, well, I haven't watched it, but I've seen episodes, like random episodes. I haven't, you know, sort of 
sat down to watch, you know, season one, episode one through 10 or whatever it is. But I do want to do it because it was a cool like it was it's a pretty cool story. And there's some good acting in there. Yeah, I've heard it's like yeah. the, the old lady's telling me and I've been reading about it that, you know, people say the show is phenomenal. They just what finished season four, I think. OK. Um, and I just started it uh, streaming it on the, on the Peacock on the Roku. Okay. And just just finished episode one. And I like it. And like, and I like that, you know, like I want to be a rancher. You do? Yeah. I want to go out there and, and live on the ranch with the dry, uh, windy air. Yeah. Okay. There's more to just being in the dry, windy air than being a rancher, though. There's work involved. Yeah. I noticed that when uh, the dude had to pull a calf out of a, a cow yeah. that was having a breech birth and he had exactly to put the, the arm condoms on to pull this calf out. Right. Before the vet gets there, you might have to do that. Yeah, yeah, I'm not. Yeah. I'm probably not going to do that part. Okay, I'm going to hire right. a hand. I'm going to have okay. a ranch hand. That's there. a real yeah. hand that you're hiring there. <laughs> yeah. Go up in there. Yeah, oh boy, <laughs> you got to get in there. That, it comes out. The calf comes flying out like it's on a slipping side. Once he gets mm-hmm. it out of the breech position, <laughs> and it comes out walking right away. I'm like, this thing is a, a coordinated calf. Exactly. <laughs> yeah, no, it looks like a good show. Um, the few episodes that I saw, I was very intrigued. But it, see, like, that's another one of these. Which app is it on now? Because everybody's got all the networks have their own little app that you have to purchase mm-hmm. in order to watch this stuff. They take it off of Netflix and then they put it on the, you know, the Paramount or whatever it's called and the Hulu and, you know, whatever else. Peacock, I guess, is the other one. So yeah, which it, is it on? Is it Paramount? Yeah. So I went on like my Xfinity app and I'm and I put it in. And I'm like, oh look here, there's a bunch of episodes listed, and like they're all listed. And I go down to season one, episode one, and it's like two ninety nine. Buy. I'm like, what? I can't just on demand this. Right. No, not anymore, man. So I'm like, ah, jeez. Yeah. So yeah. I go through and I come to find out it's streamed on Peacock, and I have Peacock as part of my package. So I have to go through this whole process of opening an account and linking it and. So I will have it all free of charge because right. it's part of my cable package um, through the Peacock app, which I stream on the Roku in the studio. Okay, that's a lot to take in, the Peacock yeah. app on the Roku. Uh, but did you know that there's a, a musician on that uh, in that cast? No, On the that? Dutton Ranch. Ryan Bingham plays Walker on the show and he's an actual rodeo guy and country musician like like um you know that outlaw country kind of stuff he does yeah 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 i like that he's pretty popular williams jr exactly exactly outlaw country yep yeah i'm I'm more in the outlaw country than i am country pop yeah this guy is not country pop trust me yeah like i'm not in the lady antebellum hair no 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 that's now called just lady a because apparently what? they thought antebellum is a word you can't say anymore. Oh, is that right? Yeah. So it's Lady so that, A. So their name got canceled. Yeah. I think they canceled it themselves. Wow. It was a self-cancellation. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Can I cancel myself? I'd love to. I'd like to take a break. <laughs> <laughs> if you haven't noticed, I am right yeah. now. Yeah. I, I've Brilliant. been doing this. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes you just need it. Speaking of which, so I'm going to be 50 tomorrow, Wednesday. Get out of here. Yeah, the 30th, I will be 50 years of age here. I'm to join you in the 50 club. 50 wow. Club. Wow, I'm way ahead of you. Yeah. But congratulations. Uh, Welcome to the club. It's not that bad. So uh, I'm going away with the, the old lady booked this trip for my 50th mm-hmm. to this uh, resort place in Bedford Springs. You wear this Bedford Springs? Is it Nemecolon? I don't know. 
It's the Bedford Springs Resort. Oh, okay. The bed. No, then that's a different one. Okay. But it's out in Western PA, right? Like Southwestern yeah. PA. Yeah. Down there by the Somerset exit. Here. Yeah. Yeah. There's a couple of them out in there. So she's got like a spa day booked and all of this course. stuff. Now, is this trip booked for me or is this trip booked in for her? No, it's for her. the guys of my birthday. It's actually for her. Okay. Yes. Yeah. Because, uh, you know, what are you, what are you, you're not a spasman. No. Well, I, I like a massage, you know? Yeah, uh, I know. But issue. <laughs> You'll get in there. Can you use nice, the elbow. Some nice oils. <laughs> yeah. Some herbal essence. <laughs> could you see him in a spa? Uh, because... Yeah, actually, I could. Yeah, I you, could. We think Swedish. <laughs> <laughs> and like the, the the masseuse will say to him, um, "Is that enough pressure?" No. Yeah. Yeah. Give me a little recce. Yeah, not Mark recce. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, reiki massage, reiki. Uh, like one of those candles. <laughs> I could see him in a robe. Walking yeah. around in a robe. Yeah, he's a robesman. And the slippers. <laughs> but, like, there would be... Because you know how he is. Like, you'd see him in the morning, Anthony. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he would attack you. Right. Like, like you were an open field running back running to the end zone of his life. Right. And and, yeah. and he'd Brian Dawkins, uh, Algie Crumpler, Crumpler you yeah. over the middle when you said hello in the morning for breakfast. Yeah, he'd lower the shoulder, like, yeah. right into your chest. Like when he put Camille through the wall. Yeah, who I think is still has a slip disc or two from from the incident. Uh, he's a wall. He's got, Camille, Camille's got the, uh, uh, the basically the immune system of an ant. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> you know, it'd be sick. <laughs> uh, no, it sounds like, uh, like a nice couple of days. I mean, you know, I mean, what are you planning on doing for yourself while she's uh, pampering herself? Well, I mean, I, I think everything's like couples done. Yeah? You yeah. can't go out for a nice hike on your own? No, no. I, I Well, we'll go for a hike, but it's going to be the two of us. But I said they, they got these segues that you can take that go on, like, the trails. Oh, really? So I don't want to actually hike. I'll Why? just get on the Segway, and that'll be my way of hiking there. <laughs> so there's you know, no Hiking's exercise. a workout. I don't want to work out on you my You take 50s. some edibles, and you go into the woods on a walkabout. Yeah, I mean, that's not a bad plan. The old lady did have a, a big order at Beyond Hello the other day. Mm. And uh, I, I think you know, they she puts in the order. I, I go with her, and I take – we're in the truck, and I hand her a card and the cash. And they come back, and, like, they got, like, a forklift for her for her order at the Beyond Hello. You got to go back to the loading dock to pick yeah. it up. I didn't know I needed to take Evan's hockey bag out of the back of the truck to fit everything. I'm like, Jesus Christ, what did you order? And it's like weekly. I pull into the Beyond Hello and there's a line. Because mm-hmm. like they took over like a lot of these old banks and stuff. Okay. So there's like a pickup line. Like you can go in, but you just place your order online. You go give them your card and then they bring your order out. Okay. And I, we, it's Friday night. We pull in there and there's like 12 cars deep waiting to pick up their shit. At the drive-thru. Yeah. It's like a drive-thru set yeah. scenario. Yeah. Yeah, it's brilliant. Wow. Not freaking time. Uh, all right, let's tell people about the Bet Parks app one more time because uh, I got to get to the uh, the fiftieth celebration out in yeah. Bedford Springs. Can't leave the old lady waiting. No, God forbid. Yeah. Jeez, oh, she's, she's gonna, gonna get buckled for three oh. days. 
right. on the ride there. Huh? Like, like, what are you going to do? Like, I, we need, I need to know next week, uh, what, you know, everything that went down. Yeah. She, At least outside the room. She'll be a mess. It'll be great. <laughs> yeah. I'm just hoping she passes out. Yeah. And I can stream early. Up. I can stream Yellowstone on my uh, yeah. iPad or something. Or maybe watching some West Coast hockey feed or something. Yeah, very likely. Yeah. yeah. Um, Bet Parks is the all new casino and sportsbook app. It is now live. Uh, make sure you check it out. Get in on the action. Uh, simple to use. Bet uh, money lines, props, parlays, same game parlays, live in game betting, player performances. It's all there for the NCAA tournament. What was the play you had again, Harry? On that I UNCA? took the Tar Heels earlier today, and then the line has moved. It's gone from four and a half down to four. Uh, the Tar Heels are a slight underdog, getting four now on the Parks app uh, against Duke on Saturday night. Now, will you hedge that if the line goes too far in one direction, Harry? Uh, probably not. I don't. I don't know that it's going to move down any you know a whole lot more. All right. So check out the Bet Parks app and uh, get your action in there for the remainder of the. Uh, college basketball tournament, of course, NBA, NHL, uh, and much more. Uh, New Parks users you get the choice of either a $20 casino bonus or a $20 free sports bet. And just do it by downloading the New Parks Sportsbook app today. You do need to be over 21 and present in Pennsylvania or New Jersey. Gambling problem? Call 1-800-GAMBLER. If you're looking to do a podcast, check out my guys at uh, Wildfire Podcasting. Give Jim a call, Jim Grasso. Wildfire, uh, uh, great stuff. Their first episode will be free. They can set everything up for you, handle it stem to stern. So uh, make sure you Google it and check it out, Wildfire Podcasting, and ask for uh, our buddy Jim Grosso as well. All right, Harry, that's going to put a wrap on uh, 17. We're back next week for 18, another edition of the Odds Podcast. Uh, Happy 50th birthday, man. Oh, thank you. I can't wait. I can't believe (laughs) it. How did this happen to me? Uh, All right, everybody, thanks for listening. Leave us a rating and review. Make sure you subscribe. We'll talk to you next time on the Odds Podcast presented by Bet Parks. Can you hear me? Hear me screaming!